0: Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11, verse 1. The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Infertility Podcast. Throughout this podcast, I have spoken about different aspects um, that individuals deal with during infertility and on their infertility journey. I've talked about grace, during infertility, and that is uh, by far one of the most popular episodes uh, on the podcast. So I've talked about grace during infertility, gratitude during infertility, and most recently grief during infertility. And today I wanted to focus on faith during infertility. So when going through a dry season or feeling as if you're waiting in the wilderness or in the waiting room and that sort of thing, it's really hard to keep your faith. For those going through the infertility journey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for those who have been through a dry season or or have walked through wilderness, you know exactly what I am talking about. Uh, faith can be a bit of a roller coaster. Um, it's full of ups and downs. Uh, and during those ups and downs, your faith is being tested. your faith is being refined. And growing through um, going back to you know the journey of infertility, going through those cycles of fertility medications, um, treatments, and for those going through IUI or IVF, uh, it's not an easy journey. You're going through so much emotional change, so much physical change, um, so much mental change during the journey. And this can definitely take a toll on your faith. I remember when uh, Woody and I, my husband and I, we first started trying um, to get pregnant. And, you know, we, we started the journey being so. Um, you know, uplifted, so encouraged. And people would say, you know, some people get pregnant the first month. Some people get pregnant within, you know, three months of trying. Uh, others, it may take a little bit longer. But I never thought I would be on this journey for over two years. So we really began the journey, you know, being very enthusiastic, very ecstatic of what the future may hold. Uh, But with each disappointment, it took a crushing blow through to my faith. And so um, that's really why I wanted to talk about, you know, keeping the faith during the season of infertility or during infertility. And um, like I said, you know, I never thought it would be past two years that we would be on this journey, but... In this season I've learned a lot about faith I was reminded that you know scripturally speaking we need to have faith as small as a mustard seed and if you've seen the size of a mustard seed you realize that it's not that large and so the the beauty of it is that we only need a small amount according to the scripture And I love the definition um, of faith that we find in scripture. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11, verse 1. There are moments you feel as if you are in a desert on this faith walk. In the wilderness, you're riding on hope, and faith of what you have yet to see so now faith when you look at it it's easier to have it during the good times but it becomes extremely difficult when you are in a dry season so what i've come to realize is that the season of dealing with infertility is that the journey is often necessary to encourage someone else. And you're probably like rolling your eyes, like, come on, Danielle, like, why me? Like, why wouldn't God choose someone else? Why wouldn't God use someone else, you know, to encourage another? Why, why did this have to be part of my story? Listen, I totally understand, I feel you, and I have totally been there. But oftentimes we go through things and we find ourselves um, being there for others who are going through the same thing. And so as you're in this walk of faith, keep that in mind that things are so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than your timeline. It's so much um, bigger than the due date that you've attached to whatever goal, to whatever milestone that you have. Uh, one thing I have witnessed in the past couple of years and really prominently in the past year is that God has turned my greatest pain into purpose and it's for his glory. First Peter um, chapter one, verse seven. Um, this is the NLT version. And I really love this version um, because it breaks it down so well. It says these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is because. It is being tested as fire test and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. So um, let's break down this this verse, this uh, portion of scripture a little bit. It says that, Um, these trials show that your faith is genuine. So you're going through these trials, you're going through the season of tribulation, you're going through the season of infertility, and it shows that your faith is genuine. As you keep getting um, back up after being knocked down time and time again, your faith is proven to be genuine. And if you look at the word genuine, it means to be um, truly what something is said to be. It is authentic. So when you think about the word genuine, it basically means that your faith is not fake. You're not a fraud. Despite what you're facing, you are continually working out your faith. And the scripture goes on to say that the trial causes your faith to be tested. Uh, but as the scripture says, the fire tests and purifies. So one of the things that have happened in this season, and I can speak uh, about this personally, um, in during this season of infertility is that I've had moments of self-reflection. I've had moments um, where I can see that my thoughts, my heart, my um, desires are being purified. They're being aligned to what God really wants um, for me to do. And the trials allow you to be purified. You become un, uh, adulterated, you become authentic. And honestly, it's really if you just allow yourself to go through the process. Um, and then you realize, hey, at the end, my faith is more precious than gold. And we know the price of what gold is in even in our time. But in, from a scriptural standpoint, it was definitely held to a high regard the latter piece of the verse it says so when your faith remains um through remains through the trial it brings much praise and glory so that means that when you reach the end chapter when you reach the ending when you reach the destination god gets the glory and he gets the praise through your story so again going back to that earlier point um you know it's so much it's so much greater um it's it's so much bigger than who you are you know i've come across women who you know doctors said hey you're not going to have children you're you're not able to have children because of blocked tubes you're not able to have children because of you know some issues within the reproductive you know system, you're not able to have children because hey your husband's sperm count is not high enough and all those things, and then they come out on the other side of that holding their miracle baby, holding their child, and the doctors can have you know have nothing to say. They they're not even able to um, scientifically scientifically understand and prove how it happened because from a medical standpoint. It should not have happened. And so God gets all the glory in that. Um, As you are in this journey of infertility, know that God is going to get the glory in your story. If you received everything in your life easily, if everything came to you easily, I have a question for you. Would it be worth it? If, everything you know was at the you know your fingertips everything that you ever wanted you know came at a snap of your finger would it be worth it and i believe i've used this illustration before and it's the fact that as children um when i you know used to receive gifts in my adolescence adolescent years in my um, childhood, you know, it's not that I didn't appreciate the gifts. I appreciated the gifts, but oftentimes other gifts, you know, took precedence over maybe something that was on my list. And, um, it's not until you have to buy something that you understand the value. It's not until you have sweat equity behind something that you understand the value. A business owner, um, doesn't know, you know, the trials and the tribulations of being a business owner until they step foot into that. You know, working a nine to five is totally different than being an entrepreneur um, because there's no steady paycheck. And so uh, when you invest in something, when you have that sweat equity behind it, when you have gone through a process, the end result is that much sweeter. So I, I leave that illustration with you of looking at, you know, purchasing things from, you know, your childhood versus, you know, well, receiving things in your childhood to then now purchasing things in your adulthood and what that looks like. You know, you appreciate things more. You have you hold it to a higher regard, a higher value. Um, and we see that in these situations where uh, individuals are not able to Uh, conceive and then later on are able to conceive God gets the glory in that and so that is something that definitely should encourage you to keep pushing forward in your walk of faith um this season will allow you to appreciate your blessing or your blessings even more once you achieve the milestone it makes it that much sweeter so I don't want to leave you um on this episode and not provide some guidance to what uh, can you do when you're struggling with your faith. And please know, we all have been there. Some of us are currently there, um, it's it's a process. And so um, I wanted to leave you with a couple of things that I've done that have really helped me in the past in dealing with my dry seasons and in dealing with, um, what I call the wilderness season and uh, really continuing the faith um, during the season of walking in fertility. And the first thing is worship. Uh, I encourage you to spend time in worship. One thing about being in worship is you can't worship and worry at the same time. Uh, Because while you're worshiping, you're not focusing on your problem, you're focusing on the problem solver. And so worship allows you to take your eyes off of what is happening, what is going on, what you feel is not going right. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to focus on Christ. And so I would encourage you to start off your day with worship and maybe creating a, a playlist of songs uh, that are you know, in the genre of music that you enjoy and listen to that, you know, spend 15 minutes, 30 minutes, if you can even, you know, push for an hour, just spend time in worship, spend time, um, you know, not just focusing on the things that may be going wrong in your life, focus on what's going right, and focus on Christ ultimately. Um, So I encourage you to, you know, create a playlist. Of your favorite songs you can even go on YouTube and if when you type in your your favorite worship um, a group or a singer or artist or what have you um, sometimes there's already a playlist attached to that um, group to that individual or songs like it and so once you play one song it kind of kind of loops and, and plays other songs um, and I encourage you to do that and um, allow those songs to feed your spirit. Uh, what it, it actually needs in this dry season. And that is to be saturated in the presence of God. The second is tackle worry. And we've talked a lot about um, addressing our thoughts um, on this podcast, but for number two, really tackle your worry. What are What is worrying you in this season? And I know we're all kind of going through this um, pandemic together and we're all dealing with different things. Um, for those who are, uh, struggling with infertility, this is an, you know, an added stressor, um, as many had, you know, have had to put their IVF and IUI procedures or different, um, fertility treatments on pause, um, as we progress through, through this pandemic. And so, um, you know, ask yourself, what is really worrying you this season? Tackle those thoughts those ideas, those words, um, head on. And, uh, one thing is, you know, you have to work on your, your, the strength of your mind, you know, um, and know the things that cause you to trigger and stay away from those things that cause you to, um, be triggered. And, um, you know, take that time to, again, do that inner work to see what is it that is occupying your, your mind that needs to be pushed out. Uh, work on building, you know, the mental toughness needed to get you through this season. Um, the third thing I would like to say is to seek God's guidance. And when your faith is being tested, you should seek God's guidance in prayer um, and through His Word, the Bible. So there are moments when I thought I was on track with what God wanted me to do, and then through prayer he redirected me to the path that I needed to be on. And so many times when something happens, um, praying and learning what God is saying about our situation is like the last thing that we wanna do. Because again, like I've said before, many of us are um, control freaks and we like to be in charge and we like to figure things out. But seeking God's guidance is the most important thing we can do. Um, We often try to solve the problem on our own. Um, We seek someone else's, you know, direction, their opinion. We're open to all these other opinions. And then when things get worse, instead of getting better, we try to include God in the situation where he should have been part of it in the first place. And so I think we can all relate into the fact that we've all made that um, choice in the past. Uh, But I really want to challenge you in this season is, to seek God and his guidance in the season. What is it that he wants you to do? You know, Um, does he want you to kind of take a pause with the the fertility drugs? Does he really want you to take a pause with the IVF and the IUI to give your body a break? Um, You know, those are the things that through prayer and through communication with him, he can reveal. Um, And so, again, as things get worse, that's when we try to involve God in our plans. Um, And, you know, I've been guilty of this. We get upset um, for him not showing up when we never included him in the first place, you know? And so we want him to show up to a party that he was never invited to. And so um, I encourage you to invite God in your plans. Um, when we take time to pray, uh, we get connected with God and not only can we receive strength, but we can receive words of wisdom, words of encouragement. And ultimately what we need is the direction of where God wants us to be. Okay. And also this not only comes through prayer, but really also reading scripture and, and, and really being in, in the word. And the final point I wanted to, to leave with you is to trust God. And this may be difficult in a already, you know, difficult situation, okay? Um and you know, if especially if you're coming from a situation where you already have trust issues, um it may be difficult to trust God with what you're facing. Um and there is moments that You've placed your trust in him, and in your mind, you feel that he has failed you. And I want to, you know, remind you that God does not fail and he will not fail you. Second Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 20, it says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. So all of his promises will come to pass, it will not come back to him void. And the scripture is clear that it is yes and amen. And amen really translates to yes. So what he says is going to happen is going to happen. So if God has promised you a child, hold him to his word. If God has promised you a certain level of success or that you will complete a degree or that you will come out of the situation that you're in right now as a victor and not a victim, trust God in his word. Trust him to fulfill his promise. So I wanna leave you with these four points. Worship, tackle worry, seek God's guidance, and trust God. So I hope you received something from this episode. I know this is a tough season for everyone on so many levels, and like I told a family member last week, you know, honestly, we are all doing the best that we can. Um, I even was like, OK, should I take like a mid-season break? Um, but I'm going to push as much as I can um, during this season. And so uh, everyone is doing the best that they can. Don't be hard on yourself. Um, just do your best to push through as best as you can can in this season. I'm praying that you and your family are staying safe, you're washing your hands <laughs> and uh, most states at this point have a shelter in place um, ordinance so um, I'm hoping that you know you all are, are safe and, and secure and not leaving the ho- your home uh, unless you you know truly have to and um, I hope that this is resolved quickly. Again, thank you for listening to this episode. Hope to catch you on the next one. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at IamDanielleJoseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.IamDanielleJoseph.com.